Welcome to CruxCast. Whether you're in your car, at work, or at home, we hope you enjoy this interview. And if you do, you can find more like it on cruxinvestor.com. So please subscribe. Hi, I'm Nick Appleyard, uh, CEO of TriStar Gold. And today we'll be talking to you a little bit about our pre-feasibility study and the ongoing work down at Castello de Sonios. Hey, Nick, how are you? Very good, thanks, yeah. So where are you? I'm in Scottsdale in head office right now. Fantastic, okay, and, and head, heading down to uh, site uh, soon, you tell me. Um, I saw the headline, final stages of pre-feasibility on a press release. Why announce something that you're gonna be t- telling the market in you know, a couple of months? It's 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 a major milestone for us. I mean, we wanted to let people know that we're um, you know that we are on track and we're on target to get that complete. You know, hopefully in in around August this year. Um, yeah, you know, I think in the same press release we also announced we were doing a webinar yesterday. But you know, the real focus is telling people that after you know me running this five five and a half years now, this is culminating in this pre feasibility study, which is you know within a couple of months of being completed now. Right. So what's left to do? Why aren't we announcing today? So right now we've we've just handed the resource model, the geological model over to the mining engineers. They are working on the pit shells, the pit optimization, the pit design, the cost estimators are all working on, we've, you know, we've got the plant design, so the cost estimators have got that now costing the major components. And um, you know, we're working on the infrastructure issues such as power, roads, water, um, obviously tailing exams has been worked on as well. So there's a huge amount, it's all office work, there's, there's almost nothing going on in the field now. I mean, there's all, all the, all, there are things happening in the field, but I mean, the work for this has now rolled into offices around the world. Um, so there's a lot of moving parts on, on getting this done now. And, um, you know, I think we just wanted to let people know that this is coming and remind people how important this is for, for TriStar and potentially for our investors, you know. Yes, yes, I guess it has been a while. You're down to the last two months. Um, it's like I can understand why you're excited about it. What have people got to be excited to look forward to? You know, what, what are you going to be coming to market with? Is it going to be drastically different from the PEA? It will be. It, the, the whole aim of our PFS was to have some, to upgrade the PEA to a higher confidence level study. So we still anticipate around the same amount of production, around a million ounces of production, but we will be obviously running the high metal prices we're seeing now. We'll be running with better exchange rates we're seeing now, slightly higher metallurgical recoveries that we've got through additional testing. Um, So we're really expecting a a strong study here. And, 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 And I think, you know, if we see if we can improve that MPV from our previous study through those components moving, um, you know, and, and you're also getting this, you know, you get a re-rate from, you know, what you get for a conceptual study, like 0.1 times NAV to a PFS, you should be 0.5 times NAV. You know, it should be very, very material for investors, you know, and, you know, we see that in some of the some of the banks that cover us with EMCIP target prices. You know, they, they've got some pretty high target prices on us based on this potential re-rating coming very soon. Yeah, I mean, the market's been kind of, it's been funny two or three weeks um, for the market for sure. Um, you're up from when we last spoke to you back in March, um, 23 to 28 cents. So, you know, people are paying attention, but it's not, it's, it's on low trading numbers. It's it's almost like your stock's too too tightly held. Um, what what do, you, what do you do to change that? Because you know you're putting out some good news, and then there's not a lot of stock to buy. What, how, yeah, how do I get I, in? I think there is. I think there is some stock out there. I mean, I think we, we saw a little blip last week when we moved up on a couple of hundred thousand shares, and, and for me that was a really good sign because that meant that there's no buyers, no sellers, just sitting there just off market, ready to eat anything down. Um, there is stock out there, and you know we know that. We know that, so you know, I, 
sort of think what's happened now is it just has been you know a five year run that to get us from two hundred eighty thousand ounces up to over two million and the PEA and and now um, I think there's just this wait and see like you know let's get to that point you know and so that's why I'm trying to generate the excitement now because it's coming we're getting very very close. Okay, so what permits are outstanding? Um, from a permitting point of view, we've got everything we need to do right now, um, but obviously all the work is being done. There's a massive amount of work being done on the permitting to make it so that as soon as we've got the PFS done, then we can do the impacts analysis and you know move it as short a lot timeline as possible towards production. So that yeah, there is probably right now a lot more work going on on permitting than there is on the PFS itself. You, know, you don't talk about that as much because it's not as exciting because it's like it's like buying insurance for your car. You know, you talk more about your car than the insurance, but the insurance is important. Um, so we are doing huge amounts of hydrology, cave works, archaeology, ESG, you know, the community work. All of that's um, taking up. Well, it is, is a large component of work, and you know, we recently put in a new VP of sustainability. We also put in at the corporate level, the board level, a new committee looking at environmental, social, and sustainability, um, aimed at making sure that this is a project that can move forward and that none of those sort of issues can roadblock it. Well, that's why I ask, I'm asking about um, permitting because you know people kind of rush through these kind of scoping studies and they kind of skip through mm-hmm. usual topics. But one, you're you're in Brazil. Two, mm-hmm. there's a lot of water where you are. Three, the market is talking about ESG and they are talking about EIAs, environmentals, and you know, the it's it feels like there's got to be a higher standard these days than there ever has been. No, there there is. Uh, um, we had a board meeting a few few weeks back now, and just um, as a to prove our financials, but as a board, we were talking about it, and um, you know, a couple of our new board directors who are very strong on ESG, um, you know, Eric Zanchev and Mark Yester, both talked about the the real value you're going to bring to your shareholders by doing the ESG work properly because, you know, because there are a lot of funds out there which have mandates and they can't invest in a company if they haven't got proper ESG mandates in place. They don't have a board committee. They don't have policies published. Um, you know, so that work isn't just work that we're doing to tick, check boxes to get permits in Brazil. It is work that we're doing to obviously be good corporate citizens, but it will flow through to investor value as well because, Potential acquirers, potential partners, potential investors from large funds have ESG mandates these days, and they look at companies doing this work properly. And how's the cash flow? It's not cash flow. How's the cash position? It's good. We've got um, around about eight million US right now. I think just tick, tick over or tick under. Yeah, right at right at eight million US. So um, for everything we're doing now, we're we're fine. We'll probably need to raise money early next year again. You know, to get to the next stage after this. Right. And we've talked in the past, sorry, I, 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 I know you, you want us to focus in on the PFS, but you're going to be talking to us that in, in the next couple of months, I suspect, about that with the actual numbers. But we talked in the past about the AI component. Um, mm-hmm. Has that actually, in hindsight now, has that actually helped your ability to, to target with your uh, with your, the two drill rigs that you've got going? Yeah, the AI component has fed is fed directly into the geological model and resource model that we've given to our PFS consultants, so they've, you know, that is a critical component that's given us a better model, and um, you know, we've actually, you know, we will be having a new resource system that come out as part of the PFS you know, from them, and you know, and I expect to see a little bit of growth in that, especially in the confidence level and, and maybe in the overall size a little bit. 
because of the addition of the AI, I mean, it, it gives you a lot of confidence in your continuity because you can now be sure what joins with what and that, and that adds direct value to your resource model. So, yeah, it's, it's an intrinsic part of the, the base building block now of the, of the whole project. Right. So, you, 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 if I do, yeah, there's a couple of rigs you've got, isn't it? Um, right now, no, we don't. Right now, we, um, we're not drilling. We've, You're not we've drilling. Stopped okay. little, we've stopped for a little while exploration to focus on the PFS and we'll start up again, you know, to complete our budget for the year. That was going to be my question. In case you got eight million bucks ish in, in in the bank, and I you know I thought you had two rigs previously, but what's the what's the plan going forward? It's all desk work at the moment. Focus in, get the PFS done, get some numbers out in the marketplace. But to what end, right? Because it's a fairly homogenous mineralization you've got there. So you know, just over a gram. And if you keep drilling, you'll probably keep finding just over a gram on average. Um, so how, how do you take this coming forward? Because it's, you know, whatever it is, 65-ish uh, million market cap. Um, you, you gotta, you got to get people excited. Well, not necessarily excited, but at least to see the potential of what it is here. And, you know, is this a takeover target? Is it a roll-up target? I mean, how, how are you positioning this thing? Yeah, I think, I mean... I mean, the clear thing is try to start with the team we have now. You know, we don't have a team to, to put this into production ourselves. I mean, obviously, we could go through that getting a team. And that I've been through it before, and I know how risky and difficult that is to do. Um, and I don't think that's probably the best path forward for our shareholders. So you are left with sort of, as you mentioned, uh, either a takeover target or a roll-up or, or a major equals maybe. Um, so... Basically, you know, we're starting that process now. We're starting, we are talking to people. We know who the obvious candidates are. They know who we are very, very well right now. Um, as you mentioned, we got around about 65 million market cap now. I don't want to be sitting down too much talking to anyone. Well, that's the well, that's the number. I want to get it higher. I want to get this study out and, and have that number significantly higher and then be talking to people about how we're going to build this, you know, who wants to get involved. You know, we know there are groups that want to get involved. It's just a matter of how you structure that, you know, and the money, and you know, can we get the price we want? Um, you know, I personally would love to be involved with this project moving forward and see it come to fruition, see it mine, you know, as a profitable mine, because I, I do have a lot of faith in it. Um, so, you know, things like a, a, you know, someone comes in, there's, you know, there's a few assets in Brazil which could be rolled up into a nice company. That would be really interesting. I think that would be really interesting. And I think that, that could add a lot of shareholder value because, you know, you can get a nice sort of, timeline of projects some in production being developed like this one you know fairly soon and then furthermore doing exploration so um that would be interesting or obviously you know if someone bigger wants it they just have to bring a big checkbook you know so nick you've always been quite honest with the guys to how you're going to play this in terms of you know you're not going to take it forward yourself so you're going to, to you, you, you've had conversations with people obvious groups they know where you are they know roughly what you've got the the PFS is going to have to deliver. It's, got, it's really going to have to deliver for you because it, it is the difference from you going from 65 million to 100 million, right? Um, or you're going to have to go through to the next stage of, of, of study here, which is may, you may not necessarily want to spend the money on either. So um, are they going to be pleasantly surprised by what the, comes out of the DFS? Um, I, you know, I, I, it's still hard to predict everything now. There's a lot of moving parts, but from everything I've seen so far, that we should be. Yeah, I mean, it should be. It should be good. I mean, we're seeing. You know, you'll see pluses and minuses. You get as you increase engineering, you'll see a bit of scope creep and a little bit. You know, there's details that are missed out. That's normal. That that's expected. Um, that's why you have a higher contingency on a PEA than you will have on a PFS. 
But we also, we have seen some really nice moves in our favour, like the metallurgy going from 95 will probably be at 98% recovery, the gold price, the exchange rate, um, you know, the drilling has been successful for the resources. So, you know, yeah, I, I think they're going to be happy. And I think, you know, what's also going to come into it will be the, the expiration once we get that team focused back on that at the end of this PFS, you know, complete our 20,000 metres schedule for the, for the year. You know, and say, okay, here's the PFS and what we're talking about, like, and it's growing. So you that'll build hopefully a little bit of tension. It's like, okay, get in now because you know, if we're going to go from you know 280,000 ounces to 1.5 to two, and you know, it, the price isn't going to go down if we can keep growing that. So, so I think that expiration will come in after the PFS and hopefully keep the tension going on that. And if there's, if there's no offers on the table, what do you do? Keep keep drilling, keep increasing the size of the resource. I mean, that's kind of yeah. We would keep moving old, old keep school, moving but it, it has worked in the past. But is it what you want to be doing? Well, we will be the the biggest thing that'll add value to it will be completing the permitting. You know, because I think people, I mean, any geologists who understand the asset well are going to go, yeah, look, there's a pretty good chance you're going to extend this drilling here. So I think that's. You know, it adds confidence when you've done it, but I don't think it's a surprise to anyone, um, you know, or a concern to anyone that's going to happen. So for me, that's why we've got so much work going on the permitting. If we get that DLP, that first environmental permit, that's that'll be a major thing. So when we finish this, that'll be our primary focus to get that because that'll be the sort of the next peg to knock down that will add real value to an acquirer. You know, they'll go, this is now a permitted project with its environmental permits you know, in Brazil, in a great location to build a mine. Yeah, what more could you want, you know, on a, on a simple project? It, yeah, it, it's a simple project and it's, you know, nice nice post-tax IRRs. I think it was, it was over 40% from, from, from memory. Yeah, it was before you. Right, so it, it's, it, it, but it would be better if it was part of something else. It's kind of almost designed to be better as part of something else, isn't it? Yeah, I, yeah, for sure. Yeah, I don't think, I mean, it's... I, I know we've been a standing you know, single asset project now for the single asset company for the last five years. I don't actually like single asset companies much myself. So, yeah, it should be part of another company which has multiple assets. You know, something in production now, this one coming into production over the next two to three years, uh, you know, and then others down at the scope and level. So that would be a, a really nice scenario for an asset like this. Okay, fantastic. Well, look, I, our ears are pricked. We're ready to uh, mm-hmm. talk to you about the PFS when it comes out. So we're looking for we're looking at August. Yep. for that um and then i'm really keen on saying you know what you choose to do at that point do you take it forward do the dfs or do you engage in conversation well i can tell you we won't stop so we will be moving it forward definitely conversations will be going on in parallel okay yeah. brilliant so, yeah, it would be it would be a mistake to stop the work brilliant no appreciate uh, your time today fantastic uh, as, as ever speaking to you i hope you're well and uh, enjoy your well hopefully nice safe flight down to turn to brazil how's the brazil work environment actually that because we've been lots of stories in different places around the world in terms of the ability to get a workforce uh on site and, and doing work because the, the 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 cost or the salaries being charged sorry the, sal- the salary expectations have changed so much that people are becoming a little bit more transitory and uh I've seen a little, a little bit of that, um, and not too much. Um, you know, we always try and promote internally, so we've done a couple of promotions internally to, to make sure you know we keep people. Um, but yeah, we haven't seen too much, you know, too 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 bad on that side yet. You know, and but part of that was going to be me going down there as well, sitting down with everyone and making sure and, and hearing exactly how the industry down there is working. But 
in general, it's been pretty good. The team have been happy moving forward and um, you know, keeping the site open. Okay. Speak to you soon, Nick. Okay, Ashley. Thanks a lot. Thank you for listening. If you've enjoyed the interview, why not subscribe to Cruxcast or our website, cruxinvestor.com, and of course, our YouTube channel, Crux Investor. Plus, you can catch us most days on Twitter and LinkedIn. We really love getting your feedback, so please keep it coming, and we'll speak to you again soon.